Hello and what is up? It's Leah from the Stoned and Usual podcast. How have you been? How you doing? Uh, if you're if you're returning, welcome back. If you're brand new, welcome. Um, yeah, last week we were doing some interesting facts about cannabis and you know what I could find I found some more pretty cool things that I think you might be interested in so we can go over those because I'm still not quite sure um what topic to cover first so um I'm just gonna hit you with a bunch of information and hopefully we get on track I have definitely gotten a lot of feedback from people recently i've gotten private messages and people have texted me and you know hey i started listening to the podcast it fucking rocks you know keep doing it i love it i love all of that feedback so thank you i appreciate it and i'll keep doing it i'll keep doing what i can and see where it goes so yeah Welcome. Get cozy. Get ready. We're about to go on a nice little trip. <laughs> so, uh, this first set of facts comes from an article that I found done by, um, the Cleveland School of Cannabis. I didn't, I didn't even know that there was a school of cannabis, so, <laughs> yeah. Here's a couple, probably, uh, I'd say maybe a little over 10 I got here <clears throat> that I didn't know. And I thought maybe you guys would love to know. So, yeah. How about, um, California was actually the first state to ban it entirely. It's, uh, a century ago, actually. And, um, now they're one of the most, that California is like, uh, they call it Hollyweed, I think, is what I found. Yeah, like LA is uh, weed wonderland, pretty much. So, because there's so many dispensaries, they outweigh the Starbuckses. So, <laughs> is it Starbuckses? Starbucks? Star? I don't know. But there's more dispensaries than coffee shops. So, California has obviously changed their ways. Which is good. Hopefully that means the rest of the states will. And countries and whoever else. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What's another intro? Oh, here was here was a one. Here was a one. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, weed is actually beer's cousin. Beer's made from hops. And hops are actually from the same flowering plant family <laughs> as uh, cannabis. So they're, they're pretty relatable, I guess. Not really. Not really, because there was actually a fact that I found here stating, well, you can't lethally overdose on it. There's that. You could definitely overdose on alcohol. I don't know if it was would be an overdose or just alcohol poisoning. But yeah, you can't, you can't kill yourself smoking too much weed. You can make yourself uncomfortable. You can be in a state where you feel like you've overdosed, but you're not going to die. Um... There's actually a way around it. If you did not know, you can counteract THC with CBD. So if you feel like you're too high, 
have a CBD strain on hand that you can partake in if you feel like you've went over your threshold. So that was something I didn't know for the longest time. And when I started working um, with a cultivator, some of the people that I worked with had mentioned that because I would would always say, you know, certain strains would give me full-blown anxiety. Like I would be paranoid. Um, And some of the best people I met there, they told me, uh, you know, you can counteract it. Even having like a bottle of CBD tincture on hand where if you push too much or you eat, you eat too much because edibles are sometimes unpredictable. A little eyedropper of some CBD oil under the tongue that would help. Let's see. What else is there? Oh, the other one in relation to those ones was uh, cannabis is definitely less addictive than some legal substances. Uh, Caffeine. (laughs) Cigarettes. Alcohol. That's just like to name a few. People die from those every single day. People don't die from smoking weed. So, I don't know. That's just kind of like food for thought. Something that you can kind of think about. Because that was something like growing up, people would always, you know, weed is a gateway drug. It's going to make you want to um, do so much more, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, backstory real quick. I remember I remember doing a, not like a full blown I don't think it was like a full blown dare program because it was it was like in a bank or something but I remember getting like a sticker and a t-shirt and a pencil or something and somebody talking to me and my grandparents about you know the dare program and drugs are bad and to to have grown up in situation like that to be where I'm at now I feel like I've learned so much because it really isn't a gateway drug. I- I've never wanted to do anything stronger because I've smoked. I usually, if I'm smoking, I don't drink. And nine times out of ten, if you offer me, if you offer me a joint or a beer, I'm gonna take the joint. I don't really care for drinking too much. So I just don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I just think that. You know, we should move past that stigma. You know, it's bad. It's horrible. It's going to make you do so many bad things. When in reality, I guarantee it. I don't know the statistic, but this is what I'm coming up with. Nine times out of ten, your local potheads are sitting at home eating food. They're not doing anything. They're not harming anybody. They're not nothing. So... I don't know. That's that's just something that I, I'd like to consider, maybe. <laughs> we could also talk about um, that it's still also very illegal in many countries. So uh, even though that I'm talking about this podcast and things that I speak of in this podcast, none of that necessarily means that I'm condoning any illegal use of it so if it's illegal wherever you are at please move or wait (laughs) um yeah so uh one of the one of the main articles was saying um that a man in nigeria was actually hung in 2016 for possessing 2.6 kilograms of marijuana it was a little over five pounds for those of you that don't know um, I mean, that's not a whole lot. It, I mean, it is, but it's not. From working 
working with a cultivator, seeing the amount that comes through five pounds is really not that much. Dude was hung for it, which is kind of insane. That there's still, uh, I, I didn't realize there's still hanging going on as like execution. On a happier note, um, could be used in construction. Um, there's a lot of companies coming up, starting up and whatnot. Uh, this one that I found, they're called um, Just Biofiber. Um, they have a website. I think it's just biofiber.com. I'm not 100% sure. You can Google Just Biofiber. They're based out of Canada, um, and they make hempcrete, which is hemp herd and lime together to make uh, what resembles a concrete block, but it's not concrete. It's all biodegradable. So I was looking at all of this. I, I like surfed this whole web page that they have. I uh, was looking at their like mission statement and saw, watched a few videos <clears throat> on them interviewing this company and talking about the product. So some of the things I gathered, I mean, it seems pretty interesting. I would probably build a house out of this stuff if I had the means. Absolutely. What they're saying is hempcrete has all the benefits of a concrete wall with half the weight and insulation is 10 times better, which is a good thing. I mean, I think so. It's fast. There's no waiting. It's once you put the wall up, it's done. You can start adding on elsewhere or doing the second floor or whatever. It also has um, holes for you to run electrical wire through if you need to. And um, they're kind of like Legos, the way that they make them. They interlock, stack them up. And then from what they were saying is after you stack the wall up, you can um, put lime and stucco on one side and lime and something else on the other. I'm not 100% sure. I, I can do a whole episode on this stuff if you want me to. Um, I'll dig deeper and get more accurate information but um so real quick let's go over like here's what this uh what was it just biofiber company has as their features and benefits i thought this was interesting um the one thing was uh the fact that it was fire resistant uh i don't know the exact parameters behind all this testing but from what it looks and sounds like, it sounds very good. Um, so the fire-resistant rating was, there was a two-hour fire rating, zero flame, zero smoke. Where I guess they held a flame to it for two hours and there was nothing. It didn't catch fire, it didn't smoke, nothing. Um, they showed a video of them torching it. It wasn't a long video though, I think it was just like a, a quick pan of it you know they they uh have another one on here as it's fast construction which i had already said about uh rapid assembly it's kind of like legos they just kind of piece together economical more efficient and lower cost i don't know exactly what that's about i was trying to find pricing i couldn't find pricing i, I guess the way you get your pricing is you have to email your layout to them 
and their team is what puts it together. Um, it's not a uh, like self builder, you know. You you don't just buy the products and do it yourself. People that come and do it for you, which I feel like that could be a good and or bad thing. I mean, I'm I'm one about doing things myself. I like to figure things out. So maybe a company will come along that does allow you to do it yourself. They just sell the blocks. So that would be cool. One day build a house out of hempcrete. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, yeah, sustainable. They're saying the reason it's sustainable, though, is because the biofiber c captures CO2, so you won't have a lot of CO2 in your household because the, the walls will be soaking it up. It's strong, high load-bearing capacity, comfortable. Um, it regulates temperatures all year. It's very consistent. It's safe. It's all healthy, natural materials, and it can last a long time and does not need a lot of maintenance. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. You know, maybe one day have a house built out of hemp with your field of uh, cannabis plants in the back and a nice little garden out front and um, all kinds of trees and nature. That would be great, I think. Definitely. Nice little homestead. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the things I kind of think about sometimes. <laughs> You know, where am I going to be in 10 years? Am I going to be at a nice little homestead or am I going to still be in a rinky little apartment? <laughs> um, let's see. What are the other ones we got here? We talked about that one last week, so I don't need to go over that. Oh, my God. The pigs. The pigs were my favorite one. That one was interesting. So, um, I'm going to butcher this name probably. Hold on. Bhutanese, Bhutanese, I think. It's the kingdom of Bhutan. The pigs are stoners. <laughs> um, they've been feeding their pigs um, cannabis to fatten them up. And um, they actually feed them a specific strain. It, they call it the, this one I'm going to butcher as well, Simfu cannabis. T-H-I-M-P-H-U. It's like their best well-known cannabis uh, that they grow. Um, it gives the pigs the munchies, so then they eat more, fatten them up. Uh, it, and I found that it says the taste profile of this cannabis is described as tasting both sweet and sour with a hint of earthiness. I mean, I think that would be cool to try some pork that was that consumed cannabis like would that I mean it wouldn't I don't think it would get you high but I guarantee you that would taste good I don't know I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the kingdom of Bhutan to find out <laughs> moving on to another country um Uruguay is actually the future was I guess was the future because back in 2013 they legalized growing selling and consuming cannabis across the country so they became the first country to legalize it um and that's in south america if you don't know so i think that's pretty neat also united states actually grows the most we're the top in the world right now 
Second is Morocco, then Afghanistan, then Mexico, and then Colombia. I did not think the U.S. was the most. I, I did not think that. Not once. But I'm surprised. <laughs> um, what do we got here? We got a couple more. Stretch this out a little bit longer than the last one, maybe. We'll see. Um, what do we got? Oh, um, weed <laughs> was the first online sale. Um, it was actually, it was illegal to do, but <laughs> Stanford students bought a bag of weed off of MIT students back in the 1970s. First online transaction, so I think that's pretty cool. Now it's absolutely illegal. I mean, even then it was probably absolutely illegal, but yeah, don't do that. It's bad. So like I said before, uh, you can use CBD to counteract um, regular THC, meaning not all weed gets you high. There's straight CBD strains out there where there's not really any psychoactive effect, and then the THC strands. So uh, you really just got to pay attention and use what you think is best for you. Both have wonderful properties and both have wonderful medicinal properties. So, I mean, whatever floats your boat, whatever tickles your fancy, you know. <laughs> how about this? I don't know how many times I heard people say that they've overdosed on weed. You cannot overdose on weed. I mean, maybe in a sense you can, but you're not going to you're not going to die. You're just going to be very uncomfortable. You're going to be in a state of probably paranoia. But the best way out of that would be to use some CBD. You know, um keep a bottle of CBD tincture on hand for situations like that. Like if you like to recreationally smoke, good to have a safety net I don't know and there's no shame in stopping like if you're you're with a bunch of friends and joints being passed around or blunts being passed around and you're like I'm at my limit I don't want any more then just say I don't want any more nobody's gonna object to that and if they do they're horrible people because listen everybody's got their threshold everybody knows their their limits so when somebody says enough's enough enough's enough don't press it don't don't try to get them to take more. There's no reason. In all my friend groups, it's always, I mean, I just want to offer. That's all. If you say no, I understand. I'm not going to press you for it. But that's also a thing that you got to take into consideration. Like, if you're in a group of people that are like that, that are pressing you to take more, you're in the wrong friend group. Because they're, they're not the people you should be around. So, food for thought. I don't know. Maybe I'm not one to talk. <laughs> Let's see. What other ones we got here? Oh, yeah. How about... um I uh, saw this one. And a lot of people, you know, ask me when I started working at this cultivator, you know, working around it constantly. I got a lot of questions like, do you get high from just working around it? Do you get high from just touching it? You know, no. No. Smells wonderful. That's probably one of the reasons why I like to work around it, because it smells wonderful. It's just euphoric to me. So, But you cannot get high from eating raw cannabis. 
And if you've ever seen Super Troopers, in the movie they um, pull the guys over and one of the guys in the car eats a bag of weed. And, um, yeah, he starts tripping off his balls. Well, you're not gonna... You're not going to get high from eating it because it's not, it has, to, you have to combust it. You have to decarb it to get the THC to, to, you know, you can't just, you can't just pick it off the plant and eat it and be high. That's not going to happen. There's a few things that have to go into it before it can actually give you those psychoactive effects. So if you're just consuming it, you're going to get the medicinal benefits from it, but you're not going to be high off your ass. So, if you ever need to get ba- get rid of a bag of weed, eat it. Just eat it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do anything illegal like that. Um, if you have a bag of weed, you probably have a reason to have a bag of weed, like a medical card, or you're in a legal recreational state. Other than that, you shouldn't have a bag of weed. <laughs> it's all in lightheartedness, though, really. Like, I honestly, everybody should have a bag of weed. There should be no legality behind it. It should just be legal. You know, if somebody wants weed, they can have it. Obviously, not minors, but within, you know, the right parameters. It's not harmful. There's no reason that we need to be beating around the bush thinking that it's some kind of devil's lettuce when it's not. I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this week's episode. I don't know. I've been talking for a while and I don't know what else to say. I feel like these episodes are kind of shitty, so let me know what you think. Let me know what I should do better. How many ums do you think I cut out of this? Because you absolutely have no idea. (laughs) There's some that I can't even cut out. (laughs) I'm trying my best, guys. So please, if you support me, follow me, any of that, I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and stay tuned. I believe the next episode is actually going to have a special guest. So can't wait to have that one happen. See you later.